Hello, 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 <laughs> and welcome to the second airtime. We did not decide who was the host. <laughs> I know. I sitting guess we'll here, just be co-hosting. Sitting here staring at each other like, mm, you want to say hi? No, you don't. <laughs> no, it's you, not really you. This is Dance Places podcast focused on the Artist in Residence program. I'm Robert Woofter, Artist in Residence for the 2022 to 2024 cycle, and my co-host, cohort member, and fellow Artist in Residence is... I love how you said that. Oof. Ronya <laughs> Lee Anderson of Ronya Lee and the Light Factory. Mm, of Ronya Lee and the Light Factory. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, so we had introduced in our previous episode mm-hmm. concept of describing what we're wearing. Ooh. And I shaved my head for this. So okay, like so I we like we, we have, have to, do to do it. Yeah. Would you talk us through what you're wearing, Ronya oh Lee? Oh my gosh. What am I wearing? I forgot we were doing this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing, Randy Okay, so I'm wearing... Well, for starters, I have on black jeans. They're like skinny jeans. And I've got on... Of course, I have on cowboy boots. Mm. And they're red, black, and white. And then I've got on kind of a... Jackie O tweed double breasted blazer over a black turtleneck mm-hmm. that has a little bit of sheer on the sleeves. All right. What I noticed about this outfit are the touches of red throughout. Um, there are the toes of the boots are red. They yes. Are. Um, so the upper part of the cowboy boots are black, but the the base part is red. Um, and then the next thing I noticed was the inside of the sleeves of this tweet blazer mm-hmm. are red satin-esque fabric. Good eye. And then as we sat here longer, I realized that the thread on the buttons on the blazer are red, is red as well. And so there is this through line of red, black, and white throughout this whole outfit that whether or not it was all deliberate, my eye is following it. That's really nice. Yeah. I am wearing mm-hmm. a long black pleated skirt and Doc Martin high top boots and an oversized sweater that I have cropped myself. And I do feel like the proportions are wrong. I have cropped this <laughs> I have cropped this sweater too short for this skirt. Um and that's okay. We live and we learn. Um <laughs> And I have pearl earrings in. I got my ears pierced in June of this year. And so I'm still, I'm still figuring out my, my jewelry journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure about my, my gender identity when it comes to my earlobes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure where they fall on the spectrum. Um, so I am, I'm navigating that. Well, here we are. We're here. We're here. We made it. Our first podcast was recorded September. So before anything had really begun for us, yeah. and now it's December, mm-hmm. this will be released in January. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm doing well. What's yeah. happening in January? I have a show. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is seamless. Look at this. Um, yes, I have a show uh, at Dance Place. I'm premiering a new work, a duet Ooh. with DC's best drag king. Uh, King Molasses, yes. technically dropped the king, is just Molasses now. Um, <laughs> and we are premiering An Intimate Night with Bambi and Molasses on January 28th nice. and 29th. 
at Dance Place, and I'm really excited. And we were, Rania Lee and I were talking before recording about the stress of getting to the last month before show and seeing what needs to be done, being confident in your ability to get things done, mm-hmm. but also the amount of work that that entails to get there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to pull it off. It's going to be fabulous. I believe so. Yeah. I have faith in myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are things going for you creatively? They're going well. I think I'm in this phase of like gathering. I feel like I'm at the grocery store buying all the things I need for the big dinner. Mm. Right? Like I, <laughs> I haven't cut anything up yet. I but I know what I want to see. On and you're like, do I have parsley at home? Exactly. I'm going to throw it in here just in case. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's, that's where I am. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're going to do dessert. Yep, we're definitely doing dessert. How many will we do? Wait, are you going to make this from scratch? Ooh, maybe. I really feel like that's the place that I'm in. So I'm not in the cooking mm-hmm. phase yet. So I'm not like working it out quite yet in my body. But I'm thinking about it. I'm gathering ideas. I'm going, oh, that's really interesting. I wrote this down or that's really fabulous. I want to come back to this. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the phase that I'm in. My show is not till April, which even as I say that, I have a little bit of like anxiety. Feeling it, yeah. That's like tomorrow in some senses. Um, But I'm doing sort of a pre-show slash taping in progress sort of thing in February. So just kind of prepping for that. Taping taping something that will appear as film video work in the work or? Mm, I really appreciate you helping me be clearer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what it really is is in February, I will show similar to like some of the showings that we've done in the past. Mm -hmm. So it will essentially be a, this is where I am at Mm -hmm. this moment. And I think that's what's scaring me a little bit because I don't really know exactly what's happening in February. Yep. And that's, I think, yeah, scaring me just a bit. But yeah, so that will be filmed, is mm-hmm. what I should say. Okay. The showing in February will, will be, be filmed. filmed. Thank you, Robert. Got it. <laughs> I just didn't know. I didn't know um, if if part of this work is including some like multimedia yeah. stuff and whether you were throwing a concert to... To record. I gotcha. Because so much of, I mean, especially our last showing was in October, mm-hmm. um, and you shared some language monologue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. trying not to be reductive. So, like, you you performed, you sang, you spoke, um, you moved, and so that has this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, from my perspective, there's a direction that yeah. that you were going in there um how how tied to that are you well i mean that's definitely a part of it right so so not to belabor the grocery shopping analogy Mm -hmm. but i'm definitely that person who okay i have a list but what's a list i mean (laughs) like oh this looks really interesting let's make an entire dish around that Mm -hmm. so i definitely am keeping the bones of that i think what you're speaking to was the Melanina character yes. who sort of takes us into this AI otherworldly uh, type place and sort of has commentary on the performance as it's happening. Yep. And so I do think of that as something that might happen through 
media, some other form of media that's mm-hmm. not live. So okay. recording yeah. or film, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we kind of drop back into the more raw, visceral, in-your-face presence in the moment. And so I should be clear and say that that whole thing will be taped. Got it. Yeah. 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 It's interesting, the showing in October, I put some things together. Um, the piece that I'm working on was originally a duet between two other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them um, was not able to continue the process for family reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I stepped in, which I think 100% altered the yeah. piece because the duet was originally two non-binary assigned female at birth people um, mm-hmm. performing together. Um, and and the jumping off point was thinking about masculinity from yeah. their perspectives. Yeah. Um, they're in the plural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and so when that piece couldn't continue at that time, I, I will be revisiting it um, and really working on that. But once I stepped in, it completely alters the yeah, piece. Um, and, and so our showing in October was a really great checkpoint of great. We're going to start talking. I'm now jumping in Mm. to a new process, much closer to the deadline than, than we were thinking. And because of that, a lot of the stuff we showed sort of what you're saying is like, do I want to make a whole dish around that? Mm -hmm. Where is, where does that sit? Did that just get us to the next place and we can leave that behind? That's something that I'm struggling with a little bit of letting go of ideas Mm. Um, yeah, I often I often work as like collecting collecting vignettes, collecting mm-hmm. ideas that I want to piece together into some kind of collage of meaning, and and it's hard to it's hard to put a pin in some of those and either save them for later or just recognize them as getting me to the next idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing because I was looking at this sort of random untitled document that I had on my... <laughs> I'm familiar. On my, familiar <laughs> on, my, on my computer the other day. It was like two days ago. And I was like, what is this? And it was just... It's funny because it was just a mishmash of all of the things I've had to cut out of a writing, <laughs> but that I really love. You like parked <laughs> like, somewhere else. Yeah, I just like park them in this document. <laughs> it's like, oh, what was this about? Oh, that's when I was writing about. Ooh, and that's when I was thinking about. But it didn't make its way into the final. Yeah. But I couldn't. Let it go. Away, away. I couldn't cut it. Yeah. <laughs> so I put it in this like random untitled document. But I think. After this conversation, I'm going to title, like, I don't know, something. Name name the document? Yeah, I mean, name, <laughs> name the document, but in a way that it feels like this repository of these ideas that I had to let go of, but were mm-hmm. really good, yep. that might be jump off jumping off points for something else in the future. Because mm-hmm. right now, it's just untitled. Untitled two. document. 17, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's me. That's my, my, yeah. my experience. I had a similar moment where I opened up because I was cleaning cleaning out all the untitled documents. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I start a new piece, I have the document for the notes, mm-hmm. and then that gets too jumbled. So then I have the second document to copy and paste from the like brainstorming document. Mm-hmm. And so then I get my draft document, and then there's a third document because I really need to start like refining that draft document. So it goes into another one. So there's this whole process. So um, I was cleaning those out and opened one from like a year ago and it was a monologue that 
I'd written that's was relevant to what I'm working on right now. So it was yeah. nice, but also really discouraging <laughs> because I opened it. Thing. I No, I opened it and read it and was like, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. Those eyes when you read, you read something. I, I try not to read anything I wrote, like, I don't know, after two years. I'm just like, I don't want to read Yeah. It. <laughs> I was like, oh no, am I, am I qualified? Who, who was that? Yeah. What was, she, what was she? Oh, you wrote that. Oh, yeah. damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's interesting because I you're talking about writing and, you know, we're talking about our process. And then I'm thinking about the ways in which writing a paper or a document is so much like choreographing a dance or, mm-hmm. or a theatrical work, right? Like there's this cutting and pasting and like moving something that you thought was going to open in one section, like, oh, maybe that works better at the end or... Yeah. Maybe that doesn't work at all here, so I'm going to put it over in the untitled and then wait, I'm going to go back and get it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a process that I love when I'm like deep in it. Yeah. But it's getting into it's like diving into that deep place. It's almost like getting into your workflow. So you sit down to work and maybe you've got 3 hours or 4 hours mm-hmm. to work and maybe it's a sit down thing or maybe it's you're moving in the studio kind of thing and getting started is like yeah (laughs) and you know even somewhere in the middle sometimes for me I'll be honest it's hard but then there's like that sweet spot where you hit and it's maybe like an hour or an hour and a half of just like productivity in air quotes right because the whole process is productive Mm -hmm. but you have that that place where you just like you're in it and then it's like really clear what the flow is yep and then usually there's some interruption, like you're t- yeah, you're, something you're, brings you're, it to a close. Out of the studio, or you've got to go to the next thing. But it is a really nice place, when a nice experience when you can drop into that place. Mm-hmm. Is writing a really? I mean, it seems like writing is a big part of your process. Um, yeah. Especially, I mean, and I'm again only drawing from what you shared of the sure. Melanina character at the showing, but seeing like these are crafted. Mm-hmm. Com- this crafted commentary you're not just up there mm-hmm. in character sort of like riffing mm-hmm. um and there may be a, a bit of improvisation in there but it's like it is seem, seems so considered and measured that like is writing a big part of your creative process in everything yeah definitely yeah mm. i think so i mean i've gotten to the point where there there are two shelves on a bookcase that just house my notebooks uh-huh. that i've used in the past yep <laughs> Yeah, and I'm getting to the end of a notebook now where these ideas that I have for this new work, Mm -hmm. like I have been fleshing them out a bit, but it's, I don't know if you ever feel like this, and maybe there are people out there who feel like this, who are like obsessed with writing in the way that I am, that like this, the notebook I currently have no longer serves. There's space. Uh, Like there are pages left. There's lots of pages. Yeah. But like, I can't, I, I, there's some I need to close this one. Yeah, like, this one has to be closed. I need yeah. to get to the fresh one mm-hmm. to begin pouring out yeah. the continuation of things. I already started, but like, I can't finish them there. Yeah. So that's also a really lovely place to be in because it feels like there's, I don't know, it just feels like sort of the ending of a, of a chapter or the transitioning out of the way you've been thinking about something mm-hmm. and then like opening up to a new, yeah. Yeah. A new way of thinking about it. How about you? What's your process for, you know, moving through some of your ideas? You did mention a little bit of like 
documents that you're putting yeah lots of documents i do a lot of writing i do a lot of discussion Mm -hmm. for me the last the last thing that gets done is the five six seven eight Mm um i i don't as much as i talk about like as an educator like oh yeah so much of your body is is learning and thinking in a way that your brain is not so throw yourself into this exercise and perhaps your body will figure it out before Mm -hmm. you process it um, the way you're used to. As much as I talk about all of that, I really do not like thinking with my body. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this, so this piece we're working on, um, an intimate night with Bambi and molasses is a lot. I mean, clearly it's a lot about intimacy mm-hmm. and drag persona and the desire to be close. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm using it as a bit as a, um, process to get closer to molasses i think Mm -hmm. they're such um an incredible artist and i want i want to know them i want them to know me Mm -hmm. um and so a lot of that involves talking Mm -hmm. and and what we've what we found or what i've found in myself is that i have a really hard time with physical intimacy Mm -hmm. and the 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 actual touch the dancing the moving into the physical space is really hard for me but i'll talk about my feelings all damn day. Mm. Um, so, so this process, like we're at a place now where we, it feels like we have a roadmap mm-hmm. that we have, we've worked on and we are excited about. And we understand energetically what the narrative arc is and where we're going. And we then just have to execute each of those individual moments. Yeah. Um, and I'm stalling <laughs> yeah. and I am, and I'm putting I it off you. because, because maybe the writing feels safe. Mm-hmm. Maybe the writing, the writing also feels solitary, mm-hmm. um, and and how I'm making a piece about intimacy because like I am working through it, yeah. and especially at this point in in history mm-hmm. and the return to people, it's a really great, it's it's a fraught um, and interesting time to be thinking about getting closer to people yeah. when we all are literally relearning how to get close to people Mm -hmm. so yeah writing all that to say writing is really important um and and molasses works in a similar vein we both we both want to draw and talk and think and we have a giant whiteboard that we just sort of doodle on while we're talking Mm -hmm. um and then we have to figure out what the actual physicality is yeah um i mean it's making me think about well, a lot of things. <laughs> I think I appreciate this idea of like relearning like intimacy and what it means to be close mm-hmm. to people. And it makes me think a while back, someone remarked about some of my work. And they said, well, no one ever touched, the dancers never touched each other. Uh. I remember being like, they didn't? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Of course they did. You know, and going back and looking and being like, oh my gosh, they never touched each other. Mm-hmm. And it forced me to like start looking at my work uh-huh. <laughs> in a different way and looking at myself and thinking about, huh, like, what's, what is that about? And is that about something? And the thing about that situation is that it wasn't dancers who were just sort of thrown into a room to like work together. These were dancers who we'd been doing the talking and the connecting and the sharing stories about our lives and 
it felt like a family. Mm-hmm. And yet that type of expression, like through touch was not happening. And this was way before the pandemic. Yeah. So it's something that I now think about in all of my work. It doesn't mean that the dancers have to touch, but it's just, they're not touching. Yeah. You're talking about this very intimate moment or subject mm-hmm. or thing. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So just hearing you say that. You know, and then the other thing I was thinking about is when you said, well, maybe the writing and engaging in discussion is sort of a way to not mm-hmm. <laughs> get to the moving part of it, like in the body. And yeah, maybe it is. But I also think about the way in which our bodies, how do I, it's hard to articulate this, but our bodies are present for like the whole thing. Yeah. Like our bodies are present for every trauma, every mm-hmm. setback, every every joyous occasion. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Even yep. the things that we feel like we're processing in a very cerebral way, our body is still We were still there. standing there. Yeah, we're still standing there. We're still sitting there typing. We're still yep. writing. And so maybe we don't, I have no science back up, but maybe we don't give the body enough credit mm. for the listening and the attending that it does Mm -hmm. such that when we do get in the studio and start moving it out like it's there i know that's what i find is that i have done all of these these so-called cerebral practices Mm -hmm. like writing and oh that was an interesting line from that you know sitcom what does that mean and like diving into that and then i go into the studio and maybe i just turn on music and see what happens Mm -hmm. and then things start to happen and maybe that is a response to an outpouring of all of the other work that I've been doing that my body was there for. Yep. I don't know. But I just got to press play. That's I what I'm saying. You just got to go in the studio so we, and press play and just see what the bodies do. It was, it's wild. Um, molasses is such, we have different histories with dance mm-hmm. and molasses is such a performer. It's just like, just sizzles with like mm. energy and chemistry and on stage you can't take your eyes off of them and we've been working on getting more physically embodied in the piece and I a big thing for myself and maybe this is a sidetrack is that I'm at a point creatively where I really want to challenge myself mm. And I want to be pushed and I want to make myself uncomfortable and I want to be vulnerable and I want, you know, I always say, I don't, I won't ask anybody to do something in my work that I'm not willing to do. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm now in this process of like, (laughs) oh shit, this is really hard. (laughs) And, and we've done, um, some practices where, you know, molasses has, I'm a very effeminate person and molasses has talked me through, I, I've been calling them butch lessons. Um, and (laughs) They make me so uncomfortable and it's such a, I, I, what's great about the friendship I would like to think that, that we are developing through this piece is that I felt comfortable enough around them to be really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And also once we finish the exercise of like staying in this physical thing of being like more butch, they were like, Oh, how, how was that? And I said, I felt like a fraud. Mm-hmm. And I was extremely self-conscious and, and, and it gave me more empathy for like 
my own students when I tell them like, yes, it's uncomfortable. We're all going to be uncomfortable at some point. That's a part of, Mm. of, of the work here, you know, discomfort and, and a threat are different things. Um, Mm. and so, you know, we will, we may be self-conscious in places and it was so humbling to really like put myself in that situation because it's been a very long time since I've done that. And, and I, I struggled, I struggled. (laughs) And, and so as we're having to get more and more physical, that's on my mind of like, okay, this is, this is the wall that you have to push through. Mm. And this is, you really have to throw yourself, throw yourself into this and at this and find, find how you're thinking through your body. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy to say, oh, this is part of the process, mm-hmm. you know, until you have to really be in it, drop into it that way. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's a big, you know, I I don't think I've ever, in my past, vulnerability was not something I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And that is something that has come about in the modern era of, wanting wanting to connect to people and recognizing my own hang-ups on being vulnerable around people yeah. um, and and so this this process being vulnerable um, is ultimately going to be good yeah um, definitely yeah have you been documenting or archiving your process in any way I think you said working on the whiteboard but are there other ways? Not and much. Is that going to be a part? Okay. Yeah, not not much documentation. We've done, um, you know, I always say when I start a new piece, I have to relearn how to make a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that means too is when we have set out to create, you know, a framework for movement. I won't say like create a phrase, uh, mm-hmm. but but start to create something physically. Um, we have such different histories that yeah. that working with molasses. And molasses working with me we're both like how do we approach this mm-hmm. um what do you what do you need in this moment because mm-hmm. i can move on i can like go to the next section i can move through here but like if you want to sit in this place mm-hmm. fine or do we want to record it and yeah. move on um, yeah. so we've we've recorded a few things but really documentation has not has not been a big part of it up to this point maybe that'll change i was just curious because mm-hmm. it sounds like the process is big part of the making of the work so mm-hmm. is how it finds its way into the work or not right yeah I mean it sounds like I know we were talking about this a little earlier I think it's wonderful that you've found someone that you feel like you can really drop into the process with. Mm-hmm. and you know that's something that I'm working on like finding people who want to work through the process and have the capacity to because you know sometimes it's not that people don't want to it's that the way their life is currently structured they don't have the luxury of Mm -hmm. dropping into a process in that way do you know what I mean yeah yeah so I think that's something that is really beautiful when you can when you can find that and I think in times past I've had that especially pre-pandemic and kind of took it for granted mm-hmm. that these people were showing up every week or twice a week for a couple of hours, you know, to drop into a process and trusting me yeah. with that. Yeah, that is, 
I'm I'm extremely grateful to to be working with molasses um, because it is this is a this is a piece or this you know this desire to be vulnerable and be intimate and um, honest and connect with someone has been you know mm-hmm. bubbling and circulating since early early 2020 yes. um, yeah. pandemic time and and to and it's had some different iterations it's had some different thinking and partners and everything and it finally feels like oh you are mm-hmm. you are here yeah you are really here thank you for being here mm-hmm. um and and to honor that i also really have to be here <laughs> like, great you are you are showing up and pushing me to to show up even more than i anticipated um nice it's going well it's going really well Yay. yeah what are you are you um what are your next steps yeah. before the showing in february for your work well i am doing a few things to get prepped for that one is getting someone to help project manage mm. <laughs> to help keep me like <laughs> Um, listeners if you know anyone right (laughs) if you know anyone right it's 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 having someone who can step out and Mm -hmm. see the whole thing Mm -hmm. um and be like almost a a partner to to help me as i walk through it Mm -hmm. and that's huge for me because i i'm so had to do so much on my own and have you know? I used to be in this place where, like, if you want something done, you've got to do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Uh, but that's difficult <laughs> over time. Yeah. And I think it's also a sign of growth that I've gotten to a place where I'm like, no, actually, I need. <laughs> I will advocate for needing to this. Me, I'm going to advocate for that, and <laughs> yeah. I'm going to find this person, and I'm going to trust them. Yeah. So there's that, <clears throat> and then when everything starts back after the break at dance place on Sundays, I'm going to be doing a process class. So 12 to two on Sundays, folks will come not to take class, but to engage in process with me, Mm -hmm. uh, with the opportunities to perform um, execute those processes in February and in April. So I'm really excited about that. That's yeah, awesome. Are yeah. you, um, are you thinking it's is it something that people will drop in for, or is it a sign up Ooh, and you baby, are committed? They will sign up and they will commit. Awesome. <laughs> there will be no. What do you call it? Like voyeurs? What is it? What is it when a person is kind yeah. of yeah? There, there will be none of that in the, mm. in the process class. Great. You're in. You're in. <laughs> you're in commit for these these couple of weeks Mm -hmm. and you know and like certainly if you start the process and it does not feel like it's working then we all want you to transition if you need to right yeah which is i i i never want like i've definitely been in that situation especially when i was when i had just started and it was like if someone asked me to dance for them with them i was like yes I'm in. Yeah. Time. Where do I need to be? Yeah. It never occurred to me to check out their work. 
to have a few conversations with them, to ask them what it might be like yep. to talk to dancers who had danced with them before. Like, That's... do any of that work. Yeah. Then I would just be in this thing like, oh my gosh. What <laughs> have I done? What have I signed up for? And I used to love you and now I don't. And it could have been, I could have still loved you if I had done the work of figuring out what this was going to be like and said to you lovingly, I don't think this is the process for me. Yeah. So I never, ever want anybody to feel indebted or mm-hmm. like they, I, I really want to try to cultivate space where people need to want to come. Like I need to be mm-hmm. there today yeah. because these are my people or this is where I can really express my truth or whatever it may be or this mm-hmm. is where I'm pushed or, you know, so... Definitely want folks to commit, but definitely want folks to really feel like it's an exchange and they're growing in the process mm-hmm. and they really want to be there. So what, um, so as a dancer, what kind of process when you were inside of it and somebody else was, you know, facilitating or choreographing or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. directing that, mm-hmm. what kind of process were you drawn to on the other side of things? Oh, so when it was like a positive experience? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you want? And is that? Yeah. And the follow up question is: Is that yeah. the same thing that you're offering? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think for me, it's always been this balance of. It's this balance of being the artistic director, choreographer, director, uh, however you want to refer to them, being really clear about what they want mm-hmm. and where they are going. Like, where are we going? Right. You might not know all the specifics of like how we're getting there, but Mm -hmm. being clear and then there being sort of this balance between offering me material to play with and inviting me to offer material and Mm -hmm. in all of the ways welcoming me to be fully myself in the process. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I struggle with the extremes. So I struggle with the choreographer or the director has prepared nothing and and it's just a here i am fumbling and now i must (laughs) make a thing yeah but i don't really know what you want me to make Mm -hmm. and you haven't given me i need ingredients like i need a fully stocked refrigerator and (laughs) all of the things you know all of the knives and the forks and the things Mm -hmm. and then say okay we're wanting to make this kind of a meal what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I can't do the cold, like, come in and make this work. I can't do that. Yeah. And so I, I don't, that's just not how I work. Yeah. I, I think it's possible to give people material and they can still find themselves in it. Like, I'm a fan of wrecking material, mm-hmm. wrecking things. Like, here's a thing. Okay, now go wreck it. Yeah. Go, you know, if you want to call it Romulee esque, Go make it Robert-esque. Mm-hmm. Go make it Bambi-esque. Go. You know, like that yeah. That type, that excites me. Um, as well as improvising together and seeing where that leads us. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, maybe it's a little bit of like old and new. <laughs> like I want, I want the, I don't want the five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. And yet I also don't want the. Well, what are we doing? <laughs> we're yeah. here. And you brought yourself, you know, it's like, okay, I know I'm here, I yep. know you, but I need more. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, you know, a lot of, in the same way that I use writing and 
um, images and soundscapes, I will also bring those things into the space mm-hmm. and invite the artists that I'm collaborating with to to respond, to discuss, mm-hmm. to find in their bodies. Yeah. And it also depends on who shows up, like who's in the room. Absolutely. Right? Like you can walk, I can have all of these plans and I think you always should, I personally think you should have a plan. You can always abandon it, but I think you should have a plan and then you walk in and you read the room and it's like, hmm. <laughs> and, the- and it's okay to ask, like, is this working? <laughs> <laughs> How's this not yeah. working? Okay, so you know, I think it's okay too. You mm. don't have to have all of the answers. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sounds it in in hearing all of that. It sounds like it is a conversation. It is dialogue. Mm-hmm. It is it is an open exchange of. I mean, you said I would like for this leader of the process mm-hmm. to arrive with offerings mm-hmm. and also be open and able to ask me for offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like that. <laughs> the process, the, the process when I am working for someone else, um, I, and this is, and this is, you know, one of the reasons that I, that I don't often, um, is I have to be in a very specific space mm-hmm. to be willing to show up myself yeah. And 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 now, ooh, let me let's, let's think about that. Um <laughs> like I would love I would love to come in and have you teach teach me a phrase and yeah. say this is what it is. I want I yeah. want that power play. I want the authority of like, yeah, yeah tell me where to be. Mm-hmm. Um don't ask me to bring something to the table. Yeah. Um because because I think those are the processes I've been in where someone has asked me to bring something to the table, they have not given ingredients they have not made the space where like great i'm actually invested in this and i would love to play yes um and so maybe i'm not opposed to it i just haven't been exposed to it oh (laughs) yeah i mean i think i think i think it's a balance yeah i just don't think here's here's my thing you can't ask me for stuff day one Mm. You know, I don't know. I just think about all of the teaching I've ever done. You yeah. just walk into a class of seventh graders or college juniors or pre-K students. And yep. you're like, give me something. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, I think, you have to develop a rapport, a relationship, mm-hmm. trust, all of the things. Day one, you know, I'm not going to ask you to make, make a, a phrase about, make a phrase about your trauma. Like, yeah. What? I don't know. I just, I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, it, and it's interesting because I think there's, that's why I was saying, I think we're in this place of like the two extremes. Mm-hmm. It's either five, six, seven, eight, do it like this person over here. Yeah. Or it's make a phrase about your trauma. Like, welcome. You've stretched. I'm putting on some music. Now you make a phrase about yeah, your my, trauma. My process is l- allowing you to make something. <laughs> and it's like, wait, mm. um, not what I signed up for and but but also here's the thing it's a lot it's hard work it's tricky work but we've all been there as artists where there are days where you don't want the five six seven eight you're like oh my god I don't and then there are other days where you're like please just tell me where to stand Mm -hmm. please just tell me what to do and so I think that's also part of reading the room 
Yes, like, and aband- being willing to abandon the plan. Right, like you had a plan for, oh, we're going to do this thing, and then we're going to feel, and then we're going to think, and you walk in and everybody is just not in that place, yeah. and you're like, you know what, maybe you all just want to dance, mm-hmm. and you want me to offer you some material to dance with. Yeah. Let's go. So I think that's also part of it. It's no. like that yeah. some some moment, different moments are going to require different things, and... And it doesn't mean you can cater to every moment and to every thing that every person needs, but you can certainly take a pulse of the room mm-hmm. and get a sense for where how you should enter into the process. Yeah, and that's and that is that is the care of facilitating the room is paying attention to it. That's the word facilitation. Wha- it's facilitation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So I maybe I'm so maybe I maybe I'm walking back. <laughs> Some of my hard line boundaries on processes. Yeah, maybe I'm examining. That's great. Uh, yeah, it's there. There have been. I'm a big fan of having a plan and abandoning it. Like I want the security of knowing that. Like when in doubt, we can do yeah. this thing. But if it's not working, I am absolutely not going to force this. Yeah, but that's the work. Like right. Of, of, yeah. That's the preparation. Mm-hmm. Having the plan. Yeah. And then having a script and choosing to go off script is very different from. Not having a script, yeah. yeah. Like, would you know that at least? That's not my me. process. This is where I am. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you need. To, yeah, exactly. To be clear, yes. everyone, that is not my process, right? But yeah, having a script and and choosing to go off of it, go off the script is different. And I think something you said earlier, or it sort of alluded to, is that when the director, uh, when the artistic director, when the person who is sort of facilitating the space comes in with a plan it is a signal that they are invested mm-hmm. in the work as well and it doesn't mean that because someone didn't have a plan they're not invested we're talking about what it signals yes <laughs> it signals that you're not invested if you always walk in with what do you have for me today yeah um, and that can also be very power trippy right like there's that sense mm-hmm. of and as, as we as we try to be more intentional about how we credit folks and how we um, honor our collaborators. How we honor our collaborators and how we, uh, you know, make room for people's contributions. There's something very, dare I say, imperialistic, something Mm -hmm. very uh, white destructive about walking into a space and saying... What do you got? Mm-hmm. Like my name's on the paper. I got the grant. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Let me see what you're working with. And now let me finagle it around a bit. Yeah. And now I've made a thing. Mm, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I also love in, in the, the reading of the room situation, um, I just had, and maybe this is tangential, so apologies. Um, but I just had, and let me know if you've, if you've, if this is not relatable content. But <laughs> we recently had one of those rehearsals where, you know, we've been talking and this process, you know, and also part of the process of making this work is us being close enough to each other to make the work. And so that legwork has to be done. You know, yeah. we didn't walk in day one and said, great, let's make something. Exactly. Like there is this, conversation going on so that we are both prepared to make the piece that we want to make Mm -hmm. and 
So we had all these ideas, we had all these documents open, and we had one of those rehearsals where some, I can't remember what it was, but some part of some conversation just flipped the switch mm-hmm. where all of a sudden we were both like, do we just throw this all away? Like, mm-hmm. do we pivot? Is this not, is this not really the right space? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it was one of those like super discouraging rehearsals where you're like, well, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. God damn it. And, and then we came back the next rehearsal and we, I think we both, spiraled a little bit and reeled from that like oh shit like do we do we feel as ready as we thought we did um and we came back the next rehearsal and we're both like actually yes like being presented with the idea of throwing away the plan Mm -hmm. suddenly made me realize no I think we're in the right place Mm -hmm. let's double down on this and we came back to rehearsal and both were like, great, what about this? What do you think about this? Oh, I was thinking about this. Watch this video. Let's do this. Ooh, let's try this. And all of a sudden, like, mm. we we got past that block of like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, which was very satisfying and very exciting um, and also very terrifying. Mm. Making work is hard. And on that note, <laughs> I mean, that's it. Making work is hard. Mm-hmm. Creating, making, it's Well. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Do you have a name for your piece? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm working it through. So, okay, so uh, the light sessions, light sessions Mm -hmm. is is the April thing, I think. But then I've also toyed with uh, woman's work, Mm. like woman's work rage, woman's work love, woman's work hatred. (laughs) Just Mm. kidding. Um, so yeah. <laughs> are those, sorry, are those sections of the same work? Woman's sections work love or work. Are, is it a Yeah, triptych? woman's work and then there's like different types of women's work that happens. Woman's work colon throughout a- the whole piece. <laughs> exactly. That's precisely it. Yeah. Fill it in. Maybe the audience decides and then we perform a different thing based on what they decided. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. It's like as clear as mud, but yeah. I've got some time. I mean, titles titles are either right there or it's a journey. I do think that what I submitted for April, though, was the light sessions. Okay. Which I like, too. Yeah. This idea of, like, illumination, and it can happen in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I look forward to being illuminated. <laughs> and I look forward to being intimate in January. <laughs> illuminated and intimate. All right. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> you <want the> <laughs>